This is Phoenix Rising, Lotus Sky's soul song, Kanta Altima. I'm so excited to welcome her to the podcast. I'm Ayla Sky. This is Daughter of Creation. Enjoy our conversation. At the end, there's a sound channeling and live activation, so stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in to season two of Daughter of Creation. This is an exciting new season for me. I'm raising up some really amazing voices on the edge of social change. In addition to bringing out themes around economy, our interdependence as a species, as well as creating authentic connection uh, in multiple spheres. I think you're gonna be really inspired by all of these voices and I have some surprises coming um, where I'm adding some of course, some spiritual underpinnings of all of this um, and what it really means for us to be creating this new paradigm, creating this new earth together. So do please join us for this movement at daughterofcreation.com. If you enter your email, then I send you additional resources that are related to the podcast and what we're building over here. It would be my delight to connect with you that way. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you're tuned into the whole series. Welcome back, everyone. This is Ayla Sky. I'm sitting down with Lotus Sky, member of the Cosmic Light <laughs> Tribe with me. <laughs> and I'm um, really excited to be here with you. Thank you for sitting down with me. Thanks for having me, Ayla. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons that I'm, I'm bringing this conversation forward in the platform is because your story is so compelling. And I feel like you're on the pulse of our culture and what's happening on multiple levels, you're a tech. Well, first of all, you're a technologist, and you have been really active in anarchic circles your whole life, and really looking looking at new paradigms. I know that's not how you describe yourself anymore, <laughs> but you really found your voice through um, your practice. You're in you're in the indigenous world with plant medicine, and um, I'll let you explain all that. Um, but really. What I'm excited to highlight is how people can connect with their authentic self through the power of our voice. And in terms of my own journey right now, my my voice is my piece that I'm developing, I'm learning, and I think there's a lot of people out there who are really like working to understand the power of the vibration that we create through being our unique and authentic selves changes the world. It creates a whole new vibration. And so um, those are some of the things we'll dive in together today. So we met at a leadership program and I remember just like you got to check out Lotus Sky's website because she's just like the most beautiful person you've ever met and she dresses like with the most amazing fashion. I think what were you calling your fashion style? Um, Cosmic Shaman. Cosmic Shaman, that's exactly right. Um, So Cosmic Shaman is exactly right. (laughs) I love it and I love your music. So one of your songs, Phoenix Rising, got into my soul and kept replaying, especially there were some channeled parts of that song mm-hmm. um, there where you were like saying, like there was a bunch of A's in there. And I mm-hmm. thought, she's speaking my language. So she's speaking the vibration that I'm carrying. Mm-hmm. And I just changed my own name to Ayla. Mm-hmm. And there's a sound vibration in my new name as well. So I'm just, you know... I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was an incredible um, song to write. Mm-hmm. I, I was um, I started writing music to heal myself, 
before sharing with others. It was mm-hmm. first and foremost just for me. Mm-hmm. And I wrote that song about a year ago mm-hmm. in the in the in in the deep of it mm-hmm. <laughs> of, of a I guess healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I wrote that I wrote that song like verse by verse. First one verse. And then crying, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. ten minutes of crying. Next verse, ten minutes of crying, and then wow. second verse, and and then the chant came, the Hayanaya chant. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you haven't heard the song, like it's actually my, I like to call it my Kanta Ultima, my mm-hmm. ultimate song. Mm-hmm. You know, my ultimate like mm-hmm. um, a song of reclamation. And mm-hmm. so it's really, really powerful medicine, and it's actually one of a lot of people's favorite song mm. um, in the kind of music that I've created. Mm-hmm. I'm getting tears as you're talking for some reason. I can feel how powerful that is for you. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you, you have quite the story. You've, you've been through it. Um, you <laughs> yeah. grew up in the Philippines. I was born and raised in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, should, should I get into yeah, the story? Yeah, go for it. I was born and raised in the Philippines, and um, I came from a very conservative Catholic family. Mm-hmm. And that was very difficult to, to be in, um, knowing that I was queer at a young age, knowing I was gay at a young age, mm-hmm. very, very young. Uh, very, I had a high you know, awareness of self, I guess you can say. I was very aware of myself. And what you know, had to be in closet for a lot of the time, mm-hmm. uh, for, for pretty much all of my <laughs> growing mm-hmm. up time. And I had a very strict parents, you know, I, I grew up in, and also just a difficult childhood, you know, um, you know, physical abuse, sexual abuse, you know, turmoil in growing up, like not always like the most peaceful experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, feeling alone a lot like mm. I noticed that I was alone a lot I mm-hmm. felt very much like I had this thing that I had to take care of myself at a young age um, that said there were so many beautiful things about my growing up how much my um, family loved me and um, how much my my mother especially worked really hard to ensure I had a really great education and I was able to kind of look back and um, map out like uh, why she did what she did um, and get to a place of healing that she's kind of a result of her history, her culture, her, um, her, uh, experiences, mm-hmm. you know, that created this context of which she lived mm-hmm. her life. And she, at the end of the day, wanted to protect me. And mm-hmm. she thought the best way to do that was through control and, um, uh, through control and oppression. And yeah. All that, you know, yeah. all, all you, these things. Um, and I think that's actually everyone's story, right? At the mm-hmm. same time, like, we all get to look at our parents and say, oh, this is why they did what they did. Yeah. And they truly thought this was best. They're, you know, most people are trying, based on their own life experience, to guide us in a way that they yeah. think is effective. And we all get to have compassion for our parents for that. But, yeah, there comes <coughs> a time when we get to change the story and integrate. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a process, like... And, and I, this links back to the work that I do today around helping people access their, their voice, their, their sound signature, and express mm-hmm. it authentically. That's the work that I do today. Mm-hmm. And it really, truly links back to my history uh, because I did not have a voice. I yeah. was essentially, I felt like a puppet in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, walking, speaking, moving, doing, acting the way that was expected of me by society, by my culture, by my family. Um, what I felt like would get me accepted or loved. Yeah. 
Akuda showed me a picture of you before. <laughs> if you feel like sharing it, that might be something I will, interesting yeah, to share for the show notes. Page, yeah. yeah. But the, I mean, I looked at that picture and I was, and I, I immediately was like, oh, I get it. You were the picture of, of a woman who totally fit into society. Yeah. Beautiful, like tight clothes, makeup. I mean, just so different than I see you today. I can only, like, you see that picture, you're like, oh yeah, she's gone through it. <laughs> I was a model child. Like, yeah. you know, when I was growing up, like I, I stashed my, um, my sexuality, um, you know, my queerness in the closet. Mm -hmm. I, I stashed away like a lot of my, um, interests that were more masculine, like mm -hmm. playing the guitar mm -hmm. or baseball, you know, those kind of things. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. Um, so, but I, I loved my mother so much and I wanted to be accepted so much, like in ways you get, you have no idea. And, um, and I was a model child. Like I was, I put away like my dreams of going into Broadway to become a doctor mm -hmm. and, um, we, you know, went to, you know, went to college to do pre-med and was on my way to medical school. And I was, you know, immaculately dressed all the time and feminine makeup and everything and I was dating like you know billionaires mm. and like you know like, you think I'm joking yeah, I mean I that's was dating the, like the most eligible bachelors <laughs> like what you would consider what other people in the matrix would consider the most eligible bachelors you know that's who wanted so... to marry me like you know like yeah billionaires and like sons of like presidents of countries you know mm. those kind of things or running for president or the prime minister or whatever like just wow. like those people and you was, like made it in the matrix like I, you used yeah. all the tools of the matrix <laughs> yeah, to like ascend the ladder <laughs> i was on a track <laughs> yeah and i was like and and like and i was like envied and hated and also admired and like, my mother looked at me like i was just a poster child of like perfection mm -hmm. you know uh but what happened was um what happened was like i noticed that at the end of the day when i put my makeup off and when i you know, change my clothes or whatever. Like it was just me and raw, and I'd be so exhausted. I'd literally just cradle my head, my head in my hands, like every right before I go to bed, just being like, <sighs> like holy shit, you know. Mm -hmm. It was a heavy mask to wear. Yeah, because you know, if you're not living your authentic life, if you're not sharing your authentic voice, um, and even mind you, even my voice sounded different. My mom told me like, I don't like your voice. Like you need to change it. It's too low. Um, oh. Yeah. I have to sound like this, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm an Asian feminine girl, mm -hmm. and they're like, hey. So I do that too, actually. If someone drew, drew my attention to that this weekend about mm. how I get to deepen my voice and it's an adaptation, really yeah. unconscious, yeah. of sounding more feminine. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I can't do that shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, what you'll find is that when you're not acting authentically, you're lethargic. Mm. So if you're um, feeling like you have lethargy issues... You're probably not living in yourself, living an authentic life. You're not probably not expressing yourself. That's a really good point. I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah. And um, that is one of the the biggest signs, actually, uh, like the tiredness, like you're saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your head in your hands, like I can't go on because when you are your authentic self, it ignites like this. I'm seeing like alignment through the spine, but like a power and energy mm -hmm. that animates and like. Yeah, all of a sudden you can take over the world. You're you're when you I are mean, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, well, when, when you're in alignment with your authentic self, you're actually um, in, it, you're when you're your authentic self, you're in alignment with the the source 
expression that you truly are. You're like, you know, this true, so clear source expression because you're an expression of divine energy, you're an mm -hmm. expression of God, goddess, mm -hmm. all, all that is. So if you're misaligned with that expression mm -hmm. um, and you're doing things that, you know, for the wrong reasons, you're doing things that are not you because you want to be accepted or you don't want to fuck up, you don't want to fail, mm -hmm. it's safe, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like you're not, um, you're not in alignment with source energy. So, um, being an embodiment of who you really are actually gives you more energy. Mm -hmm. You can even visualize that, you know, you can imagine yourself getting realigned like this beam of light in front of you and like, that's who you are mm -hmm. and you're just stepping into it mm -hmm. and like, you're feeling that like just pure liquid light that you are and expressing that mm -hmm. and letting it, um, emanate from your chest. Um, and yeah. there's no hesitation when you're in that space is what I find. There's no overthinking, rethinking your words, overthinking what you're wearing. It's like, I trust my expression of self. And, and you're truly in the present. Mm -hmm. In many ways, like, you know, because my voice was taken away from me, I essentially, I actually stopped singing. I was singing a lot in high school and then I stopped singing going to college. Like, I stashed away that art, the artistic part of me. I stashed away to pursue medicine mm -hmm. and um after I came out I I went through quite a deep process because after I came out to my family um I got estranged from them mm. and like I, I went to college in the U.S. so being estranged from them when I came out and when I say estranged like that's like a nice way of saying like they mm -hmm. cut me off mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. um uh they my mom did, did my mom essentially like uh, tried everything that she could to get me back mm. to who I was mm. threatening bribing negotiating like all mm. that stuff all those stages of grief mm -hmm. you know anger like, mm -hmm. all, like all that stuff um and but not acceptance <laughs> <laughs> that's the healed space yeah I think mm -hmm. she's still in that process I think mm -hmm. she's going in and out of that process okay, well, up to today her. yeah, yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. yeah we're, we're like connecting and there's still some stuff I'm just like you know mm -hmm. I'm kind of like Mm -hmm. navigating mm -hmm. um but when she did cut me off like I actually had nothing I had I had I started from nothing I had a hundred dollars in my pocket I had I worked like five jobs like I wasn't a U.S. citizen I wasn't sure what my life was going to be like I just knew that I had to finish college mm -hmm. and like that will help me get a job and some you know a good enough job that I can get sponsored in some way like mm -hmm. eventually everything worked out but from a practical perspective you know, from a practical perspective, I was able to stay in the country and um, create a life mm -hmm. and make a good living. Mm -hmm. But it, your safety net was gone and there's always yeah. fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a different element of like going off on your own. Mm -hmm. like, well, and I would, I would suggest too, as your friend and one who knows you and your, the tribe you're building, that you're creating a, you're creating a tribe, a light yes. tribe, a family, a yes. soul family. Yes. And that is a safety net. That is a loving, like supportive, I got your back. You can always sleep on my couch. Safety net. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also the, the irony is that like my mother, like there was a perspective or a kind of um, narrative in in my family or maybe even in the culture of of my country like what I observed in at least a city is that you can't trust anyone but your family the world is a cold and harsh place mm -hmm. and no one's going to help you 
mm-hmm. you know, no one's going to help you. That was what I was told over and over and over again. That was what was shown to me over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that was what people talked about over and over again. They're mm-hmm. always like family, 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 yeah. which is great. Obviously family is so important, but to, you know, create a space where you feel like you can't find home anywhere else. is actually quite dangerous. It's mm-hmm. really important to feel at home with yourself anywhere and everywhere. Um, and so when my parents, when I got estranged from my family, like what happened was incredible. Like I just saw how kind the world was. Mm. I saw how generous strangers were. Mm. I saw that even though I was a queer female bodied person of color, immigrant, like all the verticals of, Mm -hmm. you know, marginalized groups, like that I could, that. I, I'll be so I was helped by so many people like I was helped by so many people and also deeply connected to all of creation and really finding my space in the universe like in in earth in Pachamama and like feeling her support like because it was severed from my family I was able to really feel my connection to my soul tribe my spirit guides my um, spiritual family um, nature and it really got me to where I am today. It really helped me in my healing process. And it was because of emancipating myself or like um, separating myself from uh, this kind of bubble mm-hmm. that I was really able to know who I really am. Mm-hmm. Like who, who I really, really am mm-hmm. outside of anyone's influence, uh, outside of anyone projecting stuff on me, projecting what they think I am who they think I am or what they think I should be doing. Mm-hmm. So I just became straight that, up rebel. Right. <laughs> and that, well, that's in such a power position and sovereignty right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was super important. And I was also very young. I mean, mm-hmm. I was 21 when this happened, mm-hmm. right? And so I was in my early 20s. And by the way, if you're in your 20s, like, and you think you know, you don't know, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, if you're in your 20s, like, for real, um, you're, you're going to grow up so much. You're going to learn so much and just be open to that. Mm-hmm. Like don't cut off new experiences and feel like you just want to retire or whatever, like, mm-hmm. or you feel like you have it. Like there's a lot you're going to learn and it's going to be really exciting. The more you're able to accept that you don't know it all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, I thought someone needed to hear that. So <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> well, you came from a place of thinking you knew it all or, or, or knowing the ladder of success, so to speak. Yeah. And then you just kicked the ladder down and you're like, here I am. I mean, even when I was in my 20s and um, I was going on this journey, I was still trying to navigate my wounds. Mm-hmm. I was still deprogramming a lot of my mother's story, my, a lot of my father's story, my cult- the, you know, the culture that I grew up in. And figuring out what my truth was and that and at the end of the day like I'm telling you like seven years later after you know going into this awakening um transitioning away from Catholicism um going into more of the new age movement and then going back into like the ancient indigenous teachings earth-based medicine the shamanic work what I've really discovered for me was that it was like beyond anything and I did technology and technology was is definitely one of the loves of my life for sure Mm -hmm. but what it really was was my artist self 
Um, even like when it came to like technology, I got into it, technology because of practical reasons, because it was a lucrative job and I was fascinated with technology. Mm -hmm. It was like win-win, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't what really, it wasn't really what like my heart rung mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and the irony is, is that the only time I was really able to awaken that part of me was when I was devastated by mm -hmm. a divorce. I got mm -hmm. married um, young, at a young age, because when I got estranged from my family, I married my college sweetheart, and I had a devast it was a devastating divorce. Like she um, very abruptly left the marriage, mm -hmm. very abruptly, abruptly and suddenly. In that moment of desperation, what I did to actually heal myself was to sing. All of and all of the moments where I had the most difficult experiences was when I actually wrote a song about it or sang about it. Um, I feel like there's there's two threads running here: voice is healing, yeah, and voice is expression, yeah, and they yeah. both intermingle at the same time. Yeah, like I, yes, go, like and for someone like me, so it sounds to me like your voice came naturally like it you were you moved into your voice into self-expression in these times of pain mm -hmm. quite naturally mm -hmm. I would say I'm one who like is very cut off from my voice I would never think of singing singing my pain out mm -hmm. you know my block is deeper um from being shamed about my voice I think more than anything yeah I was kind of tone deaf when I was growing up and uh -huh. um, yeah and so you know I'm just curious about that is that for everyone is everyone's voice that's their a really, healing tool that's a really great question mm -hmm. so there are two aspects to this um number one i love that you picked up on voice as expression and voice as healing um because it is in your expression that you heal um you mm. can is in your self to be who you are and express it 100 percent is how you heal mm -hmm. um heal past programming heal um times where your power was taken away from you uh, heal the times that you've given your power away, um, like all those things. Mm -hmm. And like also like, um, also an exploratory tool to know, to, to get to know who you are can be very healing. Um, so in terms of like, oh, some people like, you know, are not necessarily singers or have been made fun of for being tone deaf. The truth is, is that everybody and this is what I truly believe. Everybody has, everybody can use their voice as a tool for expression and healing, musically, if they wanted, if that's what they want. Um, people think that I came out of the womb with this voice, mm. and that's actually like not true. Mm -hmm. um, I had years and years of training um, to open it up, and the, the training isn't rocket science. It's mm -hmm. not so much like what the technique is. It's more about what. Uh, how deeply you can connect with yourself mm -hmm. and your own tonal vibration. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is, is that our voice is our unique sound signature. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, when you get on a call or you call someone or you hear someone, like you recognize your voice, mm -hmm. like you, it just, it's a unique, it's your, your own unique vibration, your own unique signature. Um, and so to be familiar with it and to be aware of it and to use it consciously um, and to open it up, is can be very powerful for you so that you can uh, make your presence known mm -hmm. that's why you can meet some people and uh you can tell that they're a little shy or they're held back you know have you ever met someone when they would talk 
it seems like they're blocked here mm-hmm. in, the, in the throat or mm-hmm. they're um, holding back a little or mm-hmm. um, uh, afraid to take up space. Mm-hmm. The voice reveals that, mm-hmm. right? And the voice reveals too when you're deeply speaking a truth. Yes. Or yeah. when you're kind of faking something. Yeah. There's, there's a resonance tell. change. Yeah. When you tell, when someone's being, you know, CLC or overly mm-hmm. misleading or charismatic, that's mm-hmm. like, doesn't feel authentic, mm-hmm. you can kind of tell that reson- it has that resonance of like mm-hmm. creepy, you know? Yeah. Well, um, I listen to some of my podcasts and my, my own voice sounds different in different podcasts. And one I was re-listening to recently, I felt like I was acting fake and I, or it sounded fake to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was thinking, why would that be? And I think that I didn't ha- trust the person I was interviewing for some reason. It wasn't that, hmm. I, it wasn't that they weren't worthy of trust, but I didn't have some foundational conversations mm. to build trust before we could have an open-hearted conversation. Gotcha. And I jumped into fake voice and it's so subtle. And I think these are, these are the things that I'm really interested in highlighting because this is really about energy mastery and awareness of how mm-hmm. you're using your own tone and vibration. Yes. So we're, people are hearing our voices right now and they're having like there's a potential to be activated and I want to invite you to do actually a sound activation. I would love to do that. How does that work? Um, so the activations themselves are, and, and I, I love these things. So when I, in my, in my medicine path, I connected really deeply with my guides, um, my soul, my star, my star tribe essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and they work with tone and sound. They work with melodies and tones. Uh, lots of A's and K's. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot of A's and K's. Um, they kind of have sometimes this Islander vibe. Um, and, and it's in the melody and in the tones and in the pronunciations that contain um, activations. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, the language itself can be spoken straight, but when you add a tone or melody to it, it can actually activate different parts of the space of your of yourself, of your energetic body. But they like to work mostly with the heart space. Mm-hmm. They really love that. Um, the heart and um, the solar plexus, they mm-hmm. really like to work with these two spaces, but mostly the heart. Because um, their whole, you know, platform, or their whole, the theme is that if we return to our hearts and we, then we can, we'll find peace. If we all return back to our hearts, we'll find peace. It's beautiful. Um, and we'll live authentically. Yeah. Um, so usually in its group, they love to do this work because it, it kind of bypasses the mind and goes straight to the heart. Mm-hmm. And with at, the sound, we're not intellectualizing. You're not it. intellectualizing mm-hmm. it. And you don't understand what's going on. It's a song. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. receiving it. Um, and they, I don't usually know what they're about to sing or sing come through, through you. Yeah. Like I a channel, mm-hmm. you're a channel. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I channel them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're about to sing or say, but when they do come through, it's, it's almost like a download. And a lot of people do experience this. They'll hear it and then they'll just have a download of information, a download of a realization. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a like thought. they're, you're transmitting a packet of consciousness. Yes. That they're absorbing yeah. and it's yes, it's, activating. It's completely them, energetic. It's mm-hmm. not like um, a download where you can transcribe it into a book mm-hmm. or like a download that it's in a, it's a manuscript. Mm-hmm. You know, because 
that's 3D. Mm -hmm. um, this one is, is more kind of instant. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, I treat it very seriously. It's very sacred for me. Um, and, I, and this is something I actually offer to people on an individual level, which is sometimes I do it for communities. So in, for my community, I'll go and send the activation for the month or mm -hmm. based, but, but when it's called from, from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. you are you are a channel, and you actually teach people both to s express and heal them their own voice that mm -hmm. comes authentically from their heart, from mm -hmm. themselves, and then also to tune into these other other star systems, other beings that are using you to transmit actually frequencies of light that help our whole planet. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. The work that I do, um, because of this reclamation that I got of my own unique expression and seeing how important the voice was, because it was a tool that healed me, um, and seeing how it's so interlinked with how we express ourselves, it's it's how we communicate our unique sound signature to other people. Um, I realized this is the work that I get to do. This is the work that I get to do. I get to transcribe and ch and and channel these. Um, activations for masses of people that's one thing they said you know mm -hmm. um, it's interesting when they said it they were like this is a choice by the way this is mm -hmm. something that you wanted to do and you just get to you can continue that or you can go off and continue your technology work like but the options there we're mm -hmm. here we're here mm -hmm. we're ready you mm -hmm. know it's the kind of thing yeah um, and then also to help people open up their own voice because when they because when they open up their own voice they're more comfortable with their own unique vibration. Mm -hmm. And so um, with the people I work with, it's it will start sometimes very basic, mm -hmm. getting, getting them just really familiar with making sounds. Mm -hmm. You'd be very surprised about how, how people are actually very uncomfortable making sounds. Well, it's yeah. I would say that. I had one of my biggest healings when I started doing mantra and night yoga. You go. Literally, physically... Right at my voice box, yeah. I started having um, rashes mm. and brown spots, and it was as though using my voice was truly healing my body. There was things like mm -hmm. rising to the surface coming out of my throat mm -hmm. in blocked places. So it's extremely powerful, the voice. And I mean, I can testify to those sound vibrations calling in abundance. I used some mantras when I was opening my my last business and it was phenomenal mm. what it drew to me changing my vibration my in my voice yeah there are invocatory tones mm -hmm. like specific tones that uh call in specific energies mm -hmm. like the ooh sound for example uh, calls in divine source divine power um this is this is in many um practices where they talk about this a lot. Mm -hmm. or the ah sound is actually heart opening. Heart opening. That's why a lot of their language is a lot of uh, A's. Yeah, ah's. Mm -hmm. um, e is solar plexus mm -hmm. focus. So doing a lot of E's is, is creates fire. It's like mm -hmm. a fire, right? Focus, confidence. Yeah. Penetrative. Um, so you're working with these tones like I, E, O, U. Like the I, E, O, U like are arousals, right? But mm -hmm. they actually have vibrational meaning mm -hmm. to each of them. Hmm. Um, so being able to work with these invocatory tones, being able to work with when you use these tones that they're, the, how you use it is balanced. When, when I say balanced, I mean not underexpressed and not overexpressed, mm -hmm. right? So there are some people who are way underexpressed. They're mm -hmm. just like, eh, da, 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 you know, mm -hmm. just like, eh, eh. 
And then there are some people who are way overexpressed. You know, mm-hmm. they're just mm-hmm. taking up everything, all the room and all the space, mm-hmm. and no one can take up anything. Mm-hmm. So like, and they're oh, and then it's imbalanced. So mm-hmm. so the balanced use of the voice, uh, and their right relationship with the use it uh, with the tones, mm-hmm. like how we're using it so that it's balanced. Because some people would be like, well, I just want power, so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna e my way mm-hmm. to power. You know, mm-hmm. um, so being able to link the tones to different chakras. Um, use it in in at the same time as you're doing breath work or um, body work you mm-hmm. know energetic work with your body mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff that I teach um, space of voice can be a, a tool for a spiritual tool mm-hmm. and also a healing tool but also it could be a personal development tool and an, an, an obviously a creative tool creative mm-hmm. expression mm-hmm. so there are great things about working with mantras. And there's great things about working with these invocatory tones. Um, and writing your own songs. And finding your heart songs. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to combine those two together, then th- that's where light language comes mm-hmm. through. Oh, cool. But that's when it comes through. Mm-hmm. Because you're using the tones to connect to your guides, to connect with these higher energies and frequencies. And then you're, you're, free, you're, you're allowing creative inspiration to come through mm-hmm. and that when the two meet together when like that intentional conscious spiritual tool meets creative energy wow then, then the light language comes through you're like really bringing something new here like i really feel the complexity of what you're of the energetics of what you're talking <laughs> about it's really amazing like there's a whole teaching here and it's hard um, to convey. Like, yeah. It, it, I'm just like, uh, well, well, without, <laughs> like you were saying, without over intellectualizing it as well. Like, yeah. like staying in the heart and like sharing yeah. the significance of this and, and, um, yeah. That it's not about listening to someone else's voice and saying, is it beautiful? It's about really experiencing our hearts together. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just feel like this is the new, the next horizon of, of healing work in our world actually that we all get to actually embody our true voice our true vibration our true expression and share it because share it wildly like share it with everyone wake up in the morning share it with your dog Mm -hmm. share it you know when you're in resonance with your voice it inspires other people to be in resonance with theirs and then as a result you both resonate Mm-hmm. And then as a collective, you resonate and mm-hmm. it will literally bring this world back into harmony, back into, yeah, back into harmony. Yeah. It's yeah. truly harmony is the exact word. Yeah. Well, I would love to invite you to do some activation. Are you feeling it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me, um, let me get into this space and tune in. Okay. So, um, the, the guides are, are wanting to. Um, bring people reconnecting back to Mother Earth. Um, And to awaken more to the beauty that they are. And the beauty that they can create. And to usher in the new world by releasing negative projections and seeing the good. Mm. 
sanvataki Kranas wanai makwalnas anmikwailangwi
Thank you. Beautiful. <sighs> and just allowing some integration time always after these kind of activations mm -hmm. is, is great. And then as we as we leave, um, do you have any parting words? Maybe how people can find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find me on my website, first and foremost, lotusskymusic.com. Um, I'm also on Spotify and iTunes as Lotus Sky if you want to access my music. And if you want to work directly with me in opening up your voice um, and connecting more with um, your sound signature, feel free to email me at lotussky at lotusskytribe.com. And uh, thank you so much for having me in this space and we talked about so much in mm -hmm. such a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, just creating this, this platform for this, you know, pretty cutting-edge stuff mm -hmm. coming, coming through. Yeah, it yeah. feels really good to yeah. share these voices with the world. Yeah. And thank you for agreeing to co-create here with me. I feel like you create something new every time yeah. together. And it's a really fun synergy. This is how the new world's gonna work yeah this is it so thank you for getting that and sharing your medicine with everybody absolutely yeah thank blessings you. love you sister hello everyone thanks again for tuning in this is ayla sky with daughter of creation wow what a powerful episode we would still love to hear your voice and your feedback uh go to leave a message uh it's in the show notes the link and you can leave a message for us. We'll hear it. We may even play it back on an episode. Uh, I'd love to create some interaction between all of us here on this forum. You can also go to www.daughterofcreation.com to enter your email and be part of our community. You can also donate there. That's another way that I am just started opening up for donations because this is a movement. And I want you to continue to be able to offer your energy and uh, your stand in this direction if this movement is something that calls to you if this is a value of yours uh, it's it's super vulnerable but uh, I truly do welcome the support uh, it's something that I'm choosing to give my time to uh, at this point in my life and I would love uh, to create a movement around this so if you're feeling called to this please let me know and I'd love to hear from you